talking all things real estate, fitness, lifestyle. This is Selling Sunrise, your go-to podcast. Hey guys, and welcome to episode 10 of Selling Sunrise. We did it. We have balloons. Kendall brought them. <laughs> she was so excited. 10. We're at 10. <laughs> 10. <laughs> yeah, can I get an echo over there? Quiet, Lindsay. Yes. I'm, I sound really bad, guys. We have a horse Lindsay today. She, her voice is mm. very in between. Yeah. It's, we'll see how it goes. But She's so sorry to all of your ears. At least I have a voice. It's true. You're like our phone operator today. Hello. <laughs> Thanks for calling at midnight. <laughs> so great to have you here. <laughs> what can I do for you today? <laughs> How can I service you? <laughs> you sound like a, like, honestly, I think your voice sounds, it doesn't sound bad. It sounds, it sounds like sexy. a sex phone op- operator. Exactly. That's what we were just doing, sex operator. Yeah, way to catch up. Mm-hmm. Catch I up. always thought that. We just didn't say sex phone operator. Oh. You did. Context <laughs> clues, my friend. <laughs> Context clues, my friend. Here I am. I love losing my voice, though. Every time I lose it, it's always like that. Hello. How's right. it going? Like that deep, like, rap. Yeah, but the past few days, there's been no voice coming out. None. So that's not the fun part. <laughs> yeah. I've never lost my voice. Never? So, no. I've only done it one no of the times. Wow. And I was, like, 17. That's not bad at all. Only after a concert. That's yeah, it. I was going to say I went to the Kesha yeah. concert. Man, mm-hmm. I think I've lost mine like five or six times. Wow. You would think. I don't know. I just talked very loud. I thought I would lose it a lot Yeah, quickly. you would think, right? Nope. Mm-hmm. No. No. Those vocals going strong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just used to it by now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I was bartending the other night, uh, plug to Durican, by the way, if you want to come see me at the beach <laughs> Saturday nights. Um, beach, I thought I was like, yeah, I'm going to lose my voice. Yeah. Like, oh, I shouldn't do that. Uh, yelling and carrying on and being just myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, woke up Sunday, no voice. Yep, so it worked. Yep. Today, finally woke up with some kind of voice. Yeah, we were almost going to podcast without her. Me and Kendall were like yeah, happened. pushing her out. I would have done it. You know, I said, I was like, I'll interpret for you. But then I'm like, no one, everyone's going to be listening. They can't fucking see. <laughs> I appreciate your willingness to uh, help me out there. Because we Ashley recorded. was like, okay, so what kind of topics can we do without Lindsay? We're like UFC fights. Oh, no, yeah, I was about to say, that would have been a great one since I said about ten words. Yeah, <laughs> you said one guy was hot. That was helpful. <laughs> we talked about looks. That's yeah. true. Yeah, that was good. All right, so we're bringing you our um, little tip of real estate today. Isn't really a tip, but more of a referral. We would like <laughs> from you guys. Um, so inventory in the Hampton Roads is super, super short right now. Um, we are definitely in need of more sellers and it has just been very hard to find them due to interest rates. They were so low before. Um, and so everybody either bought or refinanced. So if you do know anybody that is really thinking about selling now is the time just cause inventory is so low. It is a pretty decent seller's market again. Um, and we would love your business. We'd love to help them. Um, and we would do a great job. So if you can think of anybody that really needs their home sold right now we would love for you to reach out to us and can help you out please (laughs) Please. yeah i feel like you know as agents we're all sitting in the office like watching the hot sheets like refresh refresh Mm -hmm. where are all the properties but we need to do our part too so yeah we'd really appreciate anybody you know even if it's like in a few months from now yeah it doesn't have to be right now at all we're just a great time to um yeah like she said so yeah you can still get you know a pretty good deal for your house a hundred percent and, um, you know, 
there were a lot of people that were trying to sell a few months back and the market wasn't as crazy still yet. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say probably what, like six months ago, something like that. So there were a lot of expired listings happening. Um, So if you know anybody too, that just got really frustrated with the process, you know, and they need talking off the ledge and just some help to get it relisted too. We can always help with that and, you know, kind of reassure them and probably take a different route than their old realtor took. So Mm -hmm. we got you. That's it for today (laughs) for real estate. (laughs) We're done. Thanks. So today we're actually going (laughs) to, what? I didn't want it. Y'all, I was just like, I don't, I forgot my what the fuck. It's going to come back to me, but I'm going to have a what the fuck. (gasps) Was it the, it was the toenails. Today's what the fuck with Kendall is toenails again. (laughs) Okay. The fucking toenails. (laughs) All right. So. I was at a closing. This is a funny story. We're all sitting there and um, Ace, who is awesome. She's like one of the trendiest girls I know. She's sitting next to me and you know, she'll, she's like, girl, I love your outfit. Blah, blah, blah. Thank you. Then she looks, <laughs> then she's looking like, you know, we're doing, you know, my clients are signing stuff and we're all cracking jokes. And then she's like, oh my gosh, I've been looking at your nails the whole she's like the whole time she goes where did you get them done at and I was like oh these are press-ons because to be honest sometimes either just was like I know the puppy is probably going to break one of them or two hours it'll just take too long so I've just been doing press-ons I also have my press-on toenails on okay (laughs) so she I rolled out the seat showed her my toenails and she's like oh my god I didn't even know they make those so then (laughs) then I said I was gonna send her like she told me to screenshot it, send it to her. Cool. So I do that while we're at the closing table because, you know, I, I'm not really facilitating anything. I'm just there for moral support, you know? <laughs> and so I send it to an old number of hers and he flat, like all I did, no text, no nothing. I just take pictures of fake toenails <laughs> and fake press on nails and I get a response back from them and they were like uh no not for me no thanks <laughs> <laughs> but, but like before he responded I look I like I said oh did you get it she's like no and then I look and I'm like oh my god I flat out just said that to a random ass person and he sent me like the sweating emojis so I was like this oh is god. and I said why do I, and it was a 757 number so whoever it was I got my links to the toenails and press-ons you're welcome uh give it to your girlfriend grandmother I don't it's know probably who. his wife that saw it and he oh was like s- send you this funny emoji because he's like oh no she's gonna like think gonna less. Find out about his foot fetish or something yeah. i was gonna say next he's gonna say something you should just request some money and yeah. be like send a venmo request yeah. for a few yeah. Picks. oh yeah. my god it was so funny though i was like, like i know you're about to ask me for these here i'll save you some honestly i still even with my press on nails Every, then they'll always look. Every time I tell somebody about it, they'll look, which do not fucking look at my toes right now. Can I look? I had no. to. I had to. <laughs> I like tuck them in. Please don't no. look. They're, I don't, oh I don't like them. She legit has her them. toes. She has like these thick straps and she has her toes curled under the straps so you can't see them. I Like what's the point of wearing sandals because if you're going to hide? distracted by what's up here. I feel like when you have big shoes on though, your, your eyes are drawn to the shoes. No, 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 definitely not. No, No, that's crazy. Lindsay. They're looking at like the (laughs) bright effect of the jumpsuit. Okay. 
All right. We'll just we'll see. We'll go with we'll that. Have to look at my feet. We're okay? looking at your hair full of secrets instead, right? <laughs> she just <laughs> ran her fingers around. Okay. So that's, you that feel was like hot shit today, aren't you? No, just. <laughs> Just, just not her toenails. toes. Yeah. No, no, not my toenails at all. Everyone look at Kendall's feet if you see her in public. <laughs> I took a big ass like wrist. With it. I knew I shouldn't have done it. I'm going to start taking photos of your toes and just sending them to people. Oh my money. God. <laughs> they would report you. Yeah. They would report you, report spam, block you. You never know. Maybe they'll give me money. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe we could get like a donation. Kendall needs a <laughs> pedicure. I don't ever. <laughs> I've gotten one in my life. What? Because I know they're going to talk shit. And they're not even that bad. You've gotten one what? One pedicure. You've only had one? Yeah, because of I don't- Of course, they always talk shit. You just gotta go in there and let them do their thing. I know. And they're like, oh, and then they're just gonna- at least I just laugh with them, because yeah. I already know they're gonna laugh yeah, at like them. you know. Just <laughs> fucking laugh with them, you know? I, I know. Mean, I I just know they're talking shit, and I'm like, you know what? Just do this, and we're gonna call it a day. <laughs> because I, from field hockey, when I played, I had to, okay, I don't want to talk about my ingrown toenails. We're going to move on. Ingrown? Oh, oh. oh. And it was bad. Okay. With my okay. field hockey. Here, this terrible. will make you feel better. Um, oh, one time. <laughs> so I used to have a Korean exchange student that stayed with me for four years. She became like my sister. She stayed with me all throughout high school. And we went in and it was a Korean girl that was doing my toes. And so her and I went and got pedicures or whatever. And they were definitely like, it felt like they were shit talking, right? Mm-hmm. And so I yeah. asked Layla, I was like, what did they say? She was like, they said you had big feet. <laughs> I was like, oh, See, bitches. That'd be dangerous for me. I would not want to know. Be like, do not tell me what they say. I don't want to know. you guys want to know a really funny story? And then this will just make everyone move on from it. Okay. So the one time I ever took Molly, I was in South Florida. Mm-hmm. The next day, both yeah, my toenails, <laughs> yeah. really only one time, okay. both my toenails fell off because <laughs> I was dancing so hard and so much. I just got a pedicure too. I guess she didn't cut them down. So yeah, I came home from South Florida. Both my toes were so red and throbbing. It hurt so bad. That is amazing. When I told to my younger sister that, she was fucking dying. She was like, I never knew the whole thing of this was because you took Molly. I said, yeah. I don't yeah. think, yeah. obviously we're not like connected, but I just yeah. was dancing well, so much. Well, everything feels so good at oh, yeah, the I didn't, time. So, like, I didn't know. I think that night I was like, wow, my toes kind of hurt. <laughs> and then like, I just moved on from it because I was, yeah, in yeah. the other world. Oh, wow. Oh my God. So yeah, that would have been good for the press on toenails. That would have been good. <laughs> press it over the skin flap. Luckily yeah, that was like something. end of summer. So I had like the Tuck whole winter to That's recuperate. Nice. Oh, yeah. But That's I was nice. so nauseous over it all oh. the time. So I've never lost just a toenail from like, you know, like runners say like they'll just lose their toenails because it like bruises over and just mm-hmm. falls off or whatever. The only time I've ever lost one was when I was at MMA practice and then I kicked the bag and my toenail must have been a little too long and it ripped straight <laughs> off. Oh and God. My coach is in the UFC and he literally looked down. So like he's used to bloodiness, right? Like getting punched, all this stuff. And he even looked at it and goes, I'm going to go away now. <laughs> like He was over it. Aww. So it was really bad. I don't know how I skated like that, actually. I'm just thinking. Oh, yeah. I was like, I had a personal days. train and I didn't wear, sh- I wore sandals to train people for like at least a week. Cause it was yeah. so brutal. So I yeah, think I, I, I always you. had like a bandaid covering. I was going to say, did you wrap it maybe? I'm sure. Oh, mine yeah, don't ever so get to nice. that long extent. Mine just stays short. <laughs> Cause and we're nubby. always taped up with these cute little. <laughs> they're always, they're always on. hidden or they're always had the press on toenails, <laughs> you know? I don't care. <laughs> everyone start everyone stare at Kendall's feet. I'm just gonna tell everybody that all the time. This could be on our Instagram page. There's We're just gonna be, gonna be every- standing around somewhere and be like, look at her feet. Yeah. I I literally when I take videos of Mav, I'm like this. I'm like and then I see my toe and I'm like, Man. 
And I'm like, I move it. I just don't want it in there. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Was that Skirt. a car? Skirt. No thanks. Yeah. Alright, um, so we are talking about navigating our 20s today with you guys. So we thought this would be a really good just overall topic for many of you because I'm sure a lot of you are freaking lost in your 20s and have no idea what you're doing, which is great. That's a great place to start. I was going to say, do That's we fantastic. even know how I, do we know how to navigate them? Like, because I feel like I'm still, I'm, I feel like I'm like caught in 24. I don't think like, yeah. I really, I'm just kidding. No, I mean something. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I think I'm very confident about this talk today. <laughs> I think okay. we are doing very well. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> well. Pause. You both looked at me like, no, don't tell them that. <laughs> um, I mean, I survived. I survived. I'm alive my, still. So good but, I mean, yeah. my voice doesn't sound like it, but I survived. Yep. So to preface our lives a little bit, um, it's it's preface, right? Preface. Preface, 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 I was in a long-term relationship for about three years, and then I broke it off with that guy, very sweet guy, um, just didn't work long-term. And then at the end of my college years, I got into another relationship who I'm now married to. Um, so that was all huge navigation in my 20s was just dating, breaking up, and then dating again, but then getting married, growing up in Wisconsin my whole life, and then coming to Virginia. Um, that was a huge change. My career path changed a lot. I went from being pretty much a personal trainer, trying physical therapy, um, things like that. And then I found myself in real estate. So that was huge for me. I dealt with thyroid cancer and beat that. Woohoo for now. <laughs> and then I've had two miscarriages and then gone dogs and of course moved to new places, homes, things like that. So that's kind of like what impacted me in my 20s. So Kendall, what was your experience in your 20s? Can you preface, <laughs> preface your 20s for us? So I went to college. I had my fun, was in a sorority. Definitely had way too much fun, but graduated, was a paralegal, hated my job, but then found real estate. Um, but in that, I also dated someone, still dating that person. We've been in a relationship for six years this year, but I've known him for eight. But um, I just feel like, and also moved into our place together, mm -hmm. gotten a dog. So there's also like, and I'll just like say this, but I feel like we all have this expectation of how it's all supposed to go. And I think I was in that, uh -huh. like, okay, we've been dating for this long, let's move in. Oh yeah. But my boyfriend is very like. <sighs> Slow and steady. He, he just is, he, He's like, things logically, like he's just like, okay, yeah. I'm not gonna move in with you after six months of dating you type of, and nothing's yeah. wrong with that yeah. at all. But like, if we would've at that time, we eventually switched jobs. So it might've not, the way I look back at it all now, it, it all so happened it how it was supposed to. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, okay. Um, and then you've lived in Virginia Beach your whole life. Mm -hmm. So you're a home, like hometown girl. Mm -hmm. So me and Lindsay vary on that part from you. So mm -hmm. that gives another perspective on like just staying in pretty much yeah. your hometown yeah. from where you, you know, through your twenties. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And then Lindsay, 
can you preface your <laughs> life? Can you preface your twenties oh for us, please? Dun dun dun. And now twenties are. <clears throat> uh, sorry. Uh, excuse me. Excuse me. My twenties were. Wow. I feel like I've lived like nine lives. Yeah, I've been all over the place. Um okay, well where to start. Where do I start? Big things. Obviously I'm sure you have tons of stories, obviously. I think we all do. Okay, so big things would be I guess I didn't go to college. I decided to pursue figure skating. Um, my first show was in Germany. I think I was 19 though, so whatever. So went to Germany for a few months, came back was training really hard and then also bartending. Um, Then I, 21, I went to Columbia. That was my first contract in Columbia. Was there for 10 months. Had the time of my life. Like nothing compares to that experience. The first one was the best. Um, Met my ex of four years. Uh, So, I mean, that was like the first time I fell in love. Mm -hmm. Um, like truly yeah I was like so head over heels for him okay so that was like a great memory because I had never experienced have yet to like experience feeling like that ever again okay that was like I that was like the happiest time of my life I remember I I met him we are like we toured all around Columbia so our next city like he just happened to live there so we all hung out all the time and then my mom came and visited like it was just this whole thing I almost had like 90 day fiance I literally lived that before it was even a show just letting you know like we are talking about getting k1 visa and everything thank god I did it um Javier if you're listening there is a lot of reasons why this no, I'm so glad it did not work out. And I'm so glad it was not on TV. Yeah. Um, so anyways, so, so then big. after that came home, I quit. And then I had plans to move to Miami. And went how through old a, were you when you quit? Um, I was, okay. So when I came back, I was like 22, 23. Okay. Because um, I was home for about a year. Um, he came to live with my family. Decided we broke up for like, uh, we were off and on a lot. Um so then I was going to move to Miami. Then I got a contract to go to Mexico, went to Mexico to skate for like five months. Um, then I came home for about two months, went back to Colombia for seven. Me and him ended up getting back together. Um, okay. I was going to stay in Medellin and teach skating because I opened oh. up their first ice rink. But my mom like knew how toxic our situation was. Mm-hmm. So she like begged me to come back, um, came home was just like all these times I come home I would always like bartend and stuff so I wasn't really I don't know I was wild um so yeah (laughs) got that got that all out and then I finally quit skating for good moved up to New York I was up there for like a year and a half um came back down here because I was having a whole bunch of panic attacks and anxiety um I actually now looking back on it I know it was I had an IUD birth control um I don't know if people we should probably have an I mean we could have an episode on it um affected me horribly I thought I was dying literally I thought something was like super wrong with me so I came back down here did my first bodybuilding show Mm -hmm. immediately I couldn't even talk about New York without having like sickness like homesickness not homesickness but I needed to go back so I immediately went back up six months later was there uh, me and then I was dating someone else at the time for like two years um, and we weren't doing well. So then when COVID hit, I came back down here thinking it was like a month, left all my stuff up there. To this day, he probably threw that shit out 
really really nice guy but he wanted a kid and i i don't think that life is for me yeah Yeah. um so then i came back down here and yeah i got into real estate and never in a thousand years if you told me i was going to be living here doing real estate would i believe you because this was like never wanted to be here yeah right (laughs) but i mean i guess it's worked out copy your mom (laughs) yeah i'm just like not like the biggest i don't know i just i just like to like move around and like be different places so see it all um yeah i guess that's kind of it yeah i mean i don't know there's a lot to it but yeah cool crazy and then you you moved pretty much, yeah, so it was Columbia. I mean, you moved all around throughout mm-hmm. your 20s, technically. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. even if it was shorter lived or whatever, you still- Yeah, I was like a gypsy. Like, I just always, like, was like, oh, I'm going to move here. And then I had plans during COVID to move to Austin. Okay. And then the girl I was going to move to Austin with was a girlfriend of mine from New York. And then she ended up, like, I don't know, stuff just kind of fell through. And we didn't think it was, like, probably the best time to move- cities because there were so many unknowns Mm -hmm. and um like work-wise I didn't know how Austin was or anything and I had never been so and which is fine with me because I'm used to like just going but yeah it's crazy so I didn't end up going and then yeah I just well we're glad you did it yeah yeah (laughs) happy happy here so this is cool so as you listeners are hearing we all have really different experiences i mean i got married in my 20s Lindsay is indifferent about having kids at this point in her life she's not sure what she wants yet um you've moved everywhere it's not a bad thing you're about to go like this (laughs) no that's not a bad thing and then um and then like i've moved only from like my hometown to here and i've traveled a lot but i've really only lived in you know one other state um you know Kendall's still in her hometown. Mm-hmm. You've Never been everywhere. Moved. Yeah. So we all have these very different life experiences. And I think that's really great for like anybody in their twenties right now listening, because we can really bring you a lot of variety in like navigating your life because I'm sure anybody listening has totally different experiences too. And you know, whatever path you're on, I'm sure you're doing it just fine. That's the first thing I'll, <laughs> I'll preface with. This is our <laughs> word of the day <laughs> is that you're probably doing fine, right? Yep. Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, it's just like, there's so many different stages and it's just like, like you just have to look at yourself and be able to self-reflect and be like okay like you know I saw that season oh my god I was a fucking train wreck Mm -hmm. but it made me realize I can't live my life like that Mm -hmm. you know like going and having fun is sometimes is great but like I like to be more organized or more consistent or whatnot you know what I mean I think people just are so caught up in the oh, like, this is how this is supposed to look at this age. Mm -hmm. And it's really not. I mean, like, I'm 30. I have, like she said, I I don't think I want to have kids. I don't think I want to get married. I want to have somebody that I'm, like, committed to. But, like, I don't want to do the whole conventional life. Like, I want to, like, travel everywhere. And, like, that's my life goals. But, you know, I just, which is more, like, accepted nowadays, Mm -hmm. you know. But, like, I feel like, especially here, and like being single and dating, I'm like, I'm not looking to like have get married and have a family. And like a lot of guys are like, oh my God, you know what I mean? Yep. Like, so it's just crazy like to, to look back on everything and see. Right. Cause you thought of your life being one way. And I thought the same mm-hmm. thing, especially like if I look at my twenties, you know, sure. I got married younger and I'm like, I'm so happy. Like things are great. But at the same time I have, you know, this 
fucking cancer that ate me in the ass out of nowhere that I was so shocked by. You know, in your mid-20s to have something like that is just like such an eye-opener and like two miscarriages and all this stuff. You know, I thought I could like kind of predict what my 20s would bring and like it'll be like filled with children by this certain time and you know, me and my husband will be traveling with our kids. Like we'll be doing all this stuff. But look at like miscarriages, cancers, you know, probably part of the issue with that. Like Mm -hmm. it totally took a change completely, but I'm not mad about it. Like if anything, I'm actually excited for us to have kids later now because I feel like he and I have gotten to learn each other. Mm -hmm. so much more I feel like we're starting to learn how to talk to each other even better than ever I feel like our mindset after like 27 ish was starting to change even more so so I feel like your 20s it's a good time to realize that yeah like she said not everything has to be set in stone or by a certain timeline and I feel like that's definitely being talked about nowadays Mm -hmm. like that is such a common thing being like you could be 35 blah blah and my grandparents even they had my mom and my uncle at like 40 41 so it's not like it Mm -hmm. was like you know taboo to have kids so late or like it's such a crazy idea it's just now it's definitely more common Mm -hmm. if you look back on it it's like with me and henry dating if we would have when i said i known him for eight years if i would have dated him in the very beginning when I was in a sorority, it would have not worked out. And we both have said that. Yeah. And I felt like we learned a lot about each other before committing to each other and then now look at us. It's just yeah. like, I don't know. I feel like the 20s ain't so bad, but the 30s, I feel like pretty good. Mm. Hey, no. you're just starting 30. Yeah. You don't know yet. And, like, and things <laughs> are in 30. No, let me, let me get the, like, life is really good right now. You yeah. Know? Like, it is. But it's, it, it's been, like, the past few months have been a struggle. So right. it's like, I always was like, okay, at 30, I'm going to, you know, have, and even, like, a few months ago, like, I had so much stuff together. And then, like, I mean, shit happens, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, But now, no, I would say, like, I have, like, the best people I've ever had surrounding me. I love where, you know, where I work. Most days love my job. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just yeah. kidding. It just stresses right. me the fuck out. Yes. You know, I have like, you know, stuff is going good. There's just stuff because I was a lot more let's live in the moment kind mm-hmm. of thing. I had like, um, when I was in Columbia the first time, my like best, he used to be called like my gay boyfriend. Um, I had known him since I first moved to Virginia since like fourth grade. Um, he died in like a really freak accident and I think yeah I think that really changed like it was like I I mean I was already pretty wild but then that was just kind of like I had a lot of I've had a lot of friends die um so I just think that I've I'm like I live in the moment and I enjoy it because like you literally don't know what's going to happen exactly you know so I I focus a lot more on my experiences but also that's leads me to be very reckless at times and not mm-hmm. think about the future. So there are things now I'm paying for <coughs> debt that um, I probably should have been like, hey, Linz, what what would happen, you know, down the line? Mm-hmm. Now I'm much more like, okay, like let's make smarter decisions here because I don't want to be paying for these things forever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, that's huge. I think yeah. that's something just to touch on really quick in your 20s if you can right now just think about the long term of your finances it's not that you need to be like the best ever I mean I was very in between jobs just training people it's not like I was making tons of money after having debt from college and everything like that and I definitely wanted to I was I traveled a lot I wanted to do fun things Mm -hmm. but 
try to be smart with your money. Mm-hmm. I will say like starting out, um, it's so easy to like invest at a younger age now too. I know it seems like there's no money to go around at a young age because it's like houses are so expensive. Gas is expensive. It seems like everything's so expensive. How will I ever make money making 60 K out of college instead of what you really need to be making like 90 right now, um, just to really get by. So don't, don't spend too frivolously. Think a little bit more about your consequences in that sense and not even consequences, but just like the longevity of, you know, by the time you get to your thirties, do you want some savings or do you want, you want to live paycheck to paycheck? Yeah. Like, cause you need to find the balance of experiences, Mm -hmm. Yeah, but also having some funds to like be able to establish your life off of. I do not regret being, you know, like spending a lot of my money on my experiences because I had so many good ones, Mm -hmm. but I do wish I had a little bit more money saved Mm -hmm. away at this point in my life. So that's just my yeah. I was that. gonna say. I mean, I've had like the best experiences, but yeah. yeah, like right now, the whole like trying to figure out, sort out all my messes. You know, um, yeah. like I come to Lindsay moment. Like, uh, what are we doing here? <laughs> yeah. But um, I would. I mean, I honestly, I wouldn't trade it for the world because mm-hmm. it happened the way it happened, and and money is something that you can always, always get, get back, back. Mm, if always. you know how to work hard enough in your late twenties to thirties and everything like that. Then those experiences should never ever be regretful Mm -hmm. because it was and I mean I can't like go back I'm never going to go back and work in a a circus again you know what I mean (laughs) like for no money like I'm never going to be able to do that ever again so it's like yeah I made no money but like I had like oh my god I I saw and did and met like so many people you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like it no amount of money now would make me take that back exactly or make me take back how I spent that time because a lot of people would like you know save which is great because like they would go home and like enjoy their like holiday off before they went to a new contract. Oh yeah. Whereas I would come home and just bartend and work and like do whatever. Cause I, when I was in those countries, I wanted to just live it up. You know what I mean? And then when you come back here, it's like converting pesos to dollars. (laughs) is like, not the the same. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I'm glad I just did whatever I wanted to, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Definitely go for your experience. So Mm -hmm. it's over anything like sorority experiences, like travel experiences, whatever you can definitely experience it. I'm just saying, think a little bit about your money. Don't overthink it when you're early twenties. I mean, later twenties, come on, like start getting some shit together. I would say all throughout your twenties. So one of my things is I feel like when you're in high school, it should they should offer a mandatory class on like finance. Fucking yeah, fi- like they yeah. would ever teach the economy how to be true, smart. Yeah, <laughs> like true, teach true. us yeah. to be ethical with our money and you know. But I mean I think save. Yeah. I think that there's like sorry. <laughs> I think that there is like this, you know, like you're gonna be in debt kind of thing. Like, you know, everyone's like, Oh, you're gonna like be in debt. No, yeah, yeah. Inevitable, you know, like one way or another you are, which uh, not everybody. So yeah. some people are doing it right. Yeah. But I mean, like, I don't know. It's going to come with the territory of being an adult. I think that's mm-hmm. a good way to put it is like debt is just a part of us. You know, when we're in the good debt, though. Yeah. Like fucking cancer. (laughs) When it got me, you know, we had to pay more out of pocket than I was expecting. So, you know, these random things can pop up in your life, but Mm -hmm. you know, at the end of the day, sure. It's a good debt because I'm back to normal health. Right. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you're going to have these debts that make sense. You're going to have these debts that don't make sense at all, but you still have to pay them off. Yeah. Like school, like, Like, yeah. Like I'm in real estate now. Like, are you kidding me? Not (laughs) even utilizing my degree, but it's all right. It's all right. Good experiences. And that's the thing. So, I got a great experience at my college. I loved my college. Mm-hmm. I had a great time. So at the end of the day, once again, experiences and, you know, 
I mean, college debt, you know, you have till your debt pretty much pay it off. So whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Save. Wait, do you have more to touch on with that? No, I was pretty much saying it took me like there was my first year in real estate like people told me to save but like for how long like you don't know for like yeah. a certain yeah. time frame and that was what I wasn't like I had savings but I never wanted to touch it because it's like that's my kind of like emergency right not don't touch look you need emergency and then you need emergency fund in real estate because you're gonna run through the emergency and then you're gonna yes. need fucking more that's like, the one thing i've learned in this business so true. True. it's, it's so like true. you're gonna need like your savings your checking your savings emergency 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 it's like an emergency break call a friend call yeah. family it's like it's one of those things where i i mean i had a slow start coming in but then i was and i was so stressed out i was not getting the things I used to get done, like my extensions, like all different types of stuff that made me feel good. I couldn't get done and I was just stressed out. Needless to say, last year I was doing really good, made great money, but it was like, I was so terrified of being in that position from the year before that I saved. And I was like, if I wanna like move out this year and like get our place, I need to have a certain amount. Like I say, like I was super proud of how much I saved but then how much stuff we had to buy, like getting a new place, it diminished. And now yeah. I'm like in an unsettled state of like, what if something happens? Right. Like, I don't want to be in that position, but it took me, you got to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And that's just like how you learn and you might not like it, but. Exactly. I don't know. No, that's amazing. So mm-hmm. let's touch on actually entrepreneurship in your twenties. I think that's perfect for like a, good actual topic to touch on right away um is entrepreneurship in your 20s is hard but Mm -hmm. very well worth it so this is the i would say our generation like millennial to gen z of course is becoming the most um remote and entrepreneurial um Mm -hmm. i would say type of generations Mm -hmm. um that are coming about and so i feel like navigating our 20s we're still kind of on that there was a lot of realtors beforehand, mm-hmm. but it, as in terms of like really building your own brand and your own business has been something that I've had to navigate in my twenties. It's something that we have to navigate as realtors. Um, so sure it was there before, but it's becoming even more normal. And so I feel like if you're in your twenties right now, your early twenties, and you've been thinking about going more of a route that's independent like this, or just starting your own brand or something like that. Um, you know, there's, there's so many ways to take it. Um, but what do you feel like you guys have learned the most going down this road? So obviously we just touched on having an emergency fund. <laughs> that is important when you Multiple. are it's, Multiple. Yeah. It's great to have your own, you know, independence and all that and feel like you're working for yourself and, you know, be this independent person, Mm -hmm. even when you're in your early twenties and have no idea what you're doing, you'll figure it out. But yeah, so I would say the funding is the biggest thing Mm -hmm. is just being aware of your money. If you're going to take that route, you can't be maybe as frivolous as Lindsay was (laughs) and go crazy with travel and everything (laughs) when you want to be a true entrepreneur, because that money, you just never know when it's going to come next. Whereas like a nine to five in your early twenties, you're like, oh, I already know what my salary is. I know how much I can spend. I know where I want to live. I want to rent this place for the next two years or whatever. So you can probably travel and still have maybe some savings. Entrepreneurship, you might have $2,000 one month. You might have $9,000 the next month. You might have You this, control that. what you bring in pretty much. Yeah. And you're like your own boss. And I feel like that's like the best, 
I don't know, because no one else is going to make the money for you. And that's just like the mindset that I have. And it's like. So that's what I was going to say. So in your 20s now, being in real estate between, so you were a paralegal before. Mm -hmm. So very steady job. So Mm -hmm. you were getting paychecks you knew. Now you're in real estate and it's totally, like you said, it's it's a little scary, right? You can control. Like I wanted to make more money, but like I was making like 38 a year. Okay. And it was, but the thing is, is just there wasn't much I can move up with yeah, it really. Right. So it was like, okay, this isn't even really me. So I don't have any regrets doing it, college, whatever, not even utilizing the degree. Mm-hmm. But when I saw real estate, it's like you can control how much you make by how much you do. And and that made you thrive. Mm-hmm. So in your 20s, you learned that the nine to five really would, it's fine, but you had this drive in you that yeah. you taught yourself that you were like, I'm going to be competitive with myself and I want to make more and I deserve more. So you yeah. decide to get uncomfortable with your life to get comfortable. Yeah. I mean, my family, they're very like traditional where they all had like that nine to five, mm-hmm. the government jobs, like the annual salary. They liked knowing how health insurance, in. absolutely <laughs> health insurance. But then it's like, so I was on that, like, what is it like the, the teeter? The seas- yeah, the tea. The, is it a seesaw? <laughs> what is it like? <laughs> the teeter totter back and forth. Yeah, teeter totter. Yeah, seesaw yeah, too. Yeah, you can seesaw. go on a seesaw. Whatever. The thing that goes back and Whatever. forth. Whatever. You know, <laughs> the balancer. Like, I was like on the fence, and really, like, I had one of my good friends want me wanted me to do sales, and. I just was like, I couldn't like wrap my head around not knowing how much I was going to get paid in that uncertainty. And then all of a sudden, like, I am thankful for the sorority because Lauren, that's how I came here because I just asked her a question about real estate. So it's like- She gave you that confidence. She gave me the confidence, but also it was like having, I mean, it was connections too, but like, I don't know. I just- took a leap and I'm glad I did, but I was extremely uncomfortable and it takes you to be in that position to thrive. Like I'm very like a firm believer in it. hundred percent. hundred percent. You do have to. So in your twenties, I think that's huge. Um, especially if you're going to go, like if you really have found yourself liking that entrepreneur lifestyle, that drive it mm-hmm. gives you to like, I want to be my own boss and it makes me actually work harder per day because I, it's something to wake up and look forward to. You know, it's kind of like make your own schedule or make your own meetings or like setting this up for yourself. You're like your own CEO, right? So it gives you that drive. Whereas, you know, some people are going to thrive in that. And, you know, if you're in your mid twenties right now and you've tried that route mm-hmm. and you actually feel like you failed miserably, I'm going to say keep going (laughs) because you might need another job to fulfill that other job that you want to keep doing. Mm -hmm. I've been down that road. I've had like four jobs at once, um, but I wouldn't have it any other way because Mm -hmm. I feel like entrepreneurship has, it made me just a better entrepreneur at the end of the day. I learned a lot with my failures, but with the growth at the same time, I mean, it really all came together. So if you're failing and you feel like, man, I just don't even know where I'm going to go at this point, or like I have no money, you'll find money. You I was just gonna have say, to but keep I feel like that's pushing. a true entrepreneur though, because you uh-huh. have a lot of moments of like, self. I saw something one day and it was like a typical like day in entrepreneurship. And it's like literally like a roller coaster because yeah. it's like, oh, everything is great. And fuck, everything is like failing. Oh, no, <laughs> we're good. Oh no. And then you have like all these doubts coming and all this yes. stuff. And it takes a long, it takes years to build and it is, you know, like, yeah, you have to do side stuff. You have to, I feel like you have to have the mentality of you're not too good for anything because you have to, you got to, if you want this, you got to figure out how to make it work. Because like for me, I mean, I've never had, you know, like 
you know, my parents do very well for themselves, but I've never, you know, if I need something, obviously they help me, yes. but like I've never, and I'm never been, been married or I've never had like a significant other where we help each other out, you know, yep. like it's always just been me mm-hmm. taking care of myself, which maybe that's why I don't want kids. Cause I'm very like, <laughs> I finally have my money. <laughs> I am like Let expensive my <laughs> by myself. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I guess that's just kind of been my thing to like push me or like, I'm like, okay, I might have to work, you know, I have to bartend weekend nights, but I used to look on it at first, like, oh, if I bartend weekend nights, then I'm not succeeding in real estate. No, I am. But like, it also helps me kind of like keep my stress at bay a little bit. Cause I'm yeah. not like, don't have commission breath or, you know, I have something else coming in on the side. Yep. And I think that's where we can get into like the multiple revenue situation, especially mm-hmm. in in sales, because it is so up and so down. Yeah, like, very. Which is why we love it because yeah. it's, it's a crazy. constant dopamine rush or failure. Yeah, or whatever, yeah. I was gonna say it's very up and down. Yeah, I think that's why we're all like a little crazy mm-hmm. in yeah, the head. That's for yep. sure. I I don't know. I never ever could see myself working a nine to five. Like there have been times recently where I've thought about it and I'm like, I just don't Mm -mm. fit into that. Like being told what to do, like for me is just like, I have a very hard time. Yeah. I am like very, um, I am teachable, but I have like a, you have things you want to do and yeah and I can get like a little feisty because I'm like Mm -hmm. I like my time like because I I mean I was very artistic I was I was an artist Mm -hmm. like with skating so it's like the whole like freedom yeah I have in my later 20s have figured out that with routine I thrive Mm -hmm. but it's getting me into that routine is very your routine not somebody else's Mm -hmm. yeah it's got to be mine too I gotta have like (laughs) I gotta be able to walk out of this office and go practice fucking pole dancing on my lunch break right whenever I feel like it though it can't just be like (laughs) at 12 o'clock no it's gotta be whenever I need it right that's true so So I don't go crazy so I think that's how you kind of just got to figure out your personality and work on your Mm. work with your strengths and your weaknesses know them be be like humble enough to like yeah I suck at this that's what I was literally about to touch on is in your early 20s I know I had some of an ego I know that I was like I thought like Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be like a millionaire by 25 and it's not that you can't be it's not that you can't be I was just doing entrepreneurship since I was young too I mean I haven't had a nine-to-five job since I mean I don't know (laughs) I don't know when since I worked my brother's pizza place probably yeah Yeah, (laughs) so like 17 um so you know you do have to let your ego go though especially if you want to thrive in Mm -hmm. a entrepreneurial mind mindset because you do need a chip on your shoulder sure to keep yourself going but if you don't allow yourself to fail or you think that you're so good that you don't deserve to fail you're gonna fail completely Mm -hmm. and it's gonna leave you in the dust and you're gonna find yourself in a nine-to-five job being unhappy because you need to let you need to be humble you need to like humble yourself and realize that there are people 10 times greater than you. Sure. That one kid on YouTube, he popped off at 18. So fuck what? Like there are other areas where he's, you know, like we all have our areas where we're not doing so well. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So they don't show that right through like media and stuff like that. So in your twenties, especially your early twenties, you're looking at everybody else like, Oh my gosh, look at like, they're doing so great. And I'm over here, blah, blah. It's you also like, don't know they still live with their parents. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, that's not as we talked about. Like, try to like, can my, I think my biggest piece of advice is 
in all of life, but like especially your 20s, going into your 30s, do not compare yourself. Mm -hmm. Like I said, you need to look more like introspectively. Like, what did I learn, you know, the the past like 10 years or what did I learn in the past few years that I need to change moving forward in life? Yeah, Mm -hmm. because I think it's so important to realize that nobody really gives a fuck about you. Yeah. No, you're nobody. really not that important yeah. and I think in our in, especially in my early 20s I was like I want to be so important when I walk in a room I want people like dang Ashley's here mm, no one and gives it's like, a shit who gives a shit yeah mm. your friends are going to care and sure there's going to be a few times where you look real good mm-hmm. and everybody's going to be like alright who's that girl <laughs> for sure for sure but most of the time unless you are the biggest CEO maybe you're Jeff Bezos and you walk in a room people are like I want to be with that guy because he's going to take me on his jet shit but it's usually for those material things anyways and I feel like I want to be more philosophical and more educational to people than I want them than than my looks like I don't Mm -hmm. want to walk into a room I want well I do want to walk into a room and I want people to be like dang (laughs) Ashley's here but I'd rather somebody come up to me and be like hey I'd really like to talk to you about this real big issue I'm having on being an entrepreneur or my relationship Mm -hmm. than somebody being like hey you take me on your jet next week yeah I feel like you learn later in your 20s too that like true like connection and true friendships and true you know, like your relationships, every relationship you have in your life, something that's authentic is that's what you want out of life. Yeah. That's what you, I mean, that's what you should strive for. Not like this many followers or this or that. Like I get it. Like some, you have some jobs, you know, whatever I get that. But like at the end of the day, I feel like you should be able to sit back and like I don't know. For me, like experiences and relationships are the two most important things to me. Right. Um, Not the materialistic things that came with it, but the true experience of it, right? And also how I feel about myself. Like what am, Mm -hmm. you know, like I care about like how I look and stuff, but it's because it makes me feel good. Mm -hmm. I like to dress a certain way because I feel best this way. Mm -hmm. I perform best when I look like this. When you feel good, you look good. Yeah. Like that's how I feel, but I'm not like, oh, this person... This person wants me to look a certain way, so that's what I'm going to do. No. Exactly. And I just, yeah, I guess authenticity is way more important than anything else. Yeah. And that's something I was actually talking to Luke about the other day. I was like, babe, I want to go play basketball. I want to just lay on our deck and look up at the stars. I feel like, sure, as an adult, there's so much work going on in our head, especially with entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. when you're like, you're constantly are moving that like, Never I stop thinking. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so much of it relates to our phones nowadays. And I feel like I'm so immersed in it that the other day I was like, I want to go back to the activities that made me so happy as a kid where I didn't care. I'd wear like basketball shorts and a t-shirt and I didn't care. Like, you know, and sure. Now it's like, okay, I got to wear my cute little set don't get me wrong it makes me feel good mm-hmm. but like some days I do just want to wear the basketball shorts and a t-shirt and be kind of like tomboy but that's what I'm saying like fun. get back to what makes you feel good yeah. whatever it is you know I mean for me also like my whole pole dancing thing like I've gotten mixed feedback a lot more positive than like negative good. things or maybe people don't want to say it to my face but I don't really care <laughs> yeah. um like, I mean, I'm doing it for me. Like, I right. put that out there because so you can see my progress and, like, I can see it. And because, like, I fucking love to do it. Yeah. You know, I had someone, exactly. like, kind of, like, throw a little shade at me. And I was like, um, what? yeah, like, whatever I wear. And I was like, you know, like, it is for certain reason because we have to stick to the pole. I can't really, like, wear certain things. Right. Or, you know, like, whatever. I, I fucking, I can yeah, do whatever I want. Right. It's right. my... You know what I mean? Like I can be very professional with work yep. and then I can go and pole dance 
and like whatever it's mm-hmm. my life 100 but i just i don't know i kind of yeah you get to 30 you just don't or you get older in life how are you guys don't know about 30 yet but it's coming um you just don't give as much of a fuck if you think about the things that like you've been through so whether it was like you're dating in your 20s or being in debt or whatever it is that you feel like is so you want it so bad something that has really come to my attention is the more we want or like need something I need a boyfriend oh my gosh do, do I really? need a boyfriend so bad mm-hmm. <laughs> or I need to be free and clear of all my debt oh my gosh like debt is just weighing on my shoulders it's weighing on my shoulders I hate it blah 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 the more you attract it mm-hmm. because it's, like, it's well, what all, are you doing about it yeah so in your mm-hmm. 20s there's two things to that I think one is either you're attracting it more or you're so scared to finally get that thing because then you can't make it your focus yeah so I think that some people they have a hard time dating somebody or finding that right person they want it so bad but they know once they get it they have nothing to really or maybe that you anymore or once they or like in order to get it you have to you have to actually change change. Mm -hmm. Or you, once you get that, that you'll actually maybe feel happy. Are you ready for that? Yeah, because I think yeah. I think some people were scared to be happy. It's scary to think about being vulnerable with that mm-hmm. guy finally because now, oh, I've got that, but what if it falls apart, right? Mm-hmm. And now I don't have to chase it anymore. It's there, but that's also scary because it's there. And it's like- Or you like you know. self-sabotage because yeah. you have it, but you're like, oh my God, like this is going to end or this, exactly. you know, and those mm-hmm. thoughts bring that. T- I mean, I have- I've seen that a lot of myself recently where I'm like, oh my God, I've experienced like so much lack that I'm like, when I have the abundance, I don't fully appreciate it because I'm worried about that chapter of, oh my God. Yes. Because you know, you Mm -hmm. experience, you really start to see how much waves, everything comes in waves. Mm -hmm. So you're like, oh my God, I'm feeling so good. What the fuck is about to happen? Yes. Or like, oh my God, you know, like I'm finally getting this, but like, how I'm going to maintain this or, you know, like, I don't think you fully like are present or appreciate things. So something in my mid twenties that I really tried to be good at was those, let's say I went on a date or something like that. Even if it was a bad date, what did I gain from it? Mm -hmm. Oh, it was a bad breakup, but what did I gain from Mm -hmm. it? Oh, I'm in debt, but look at, I just made that much money. How can I make it more? Right. Mm -hmm. So I always tried to find it's like how you guys were helping me through this. Yeah. yeah, This weird time in my Mm -hmm. life where I wasn't getting a lot of real estate sales. to make sense of everything. Exactly. Because if you don't, you're only going to see those negatives. And Mm -hmm. then you're those wants of, oh, I want more of this in my 20s and this. And you're only going to see that negative side unless you start finding the solutions or you Mm -hmm. start finding those positives that came out of each and every detail. Even if it was the worst experience you ever had, you got pulled over and had to go to jail for a night. Well, there was probably (laughs) something that you could learn from that. Yeah, don't do that again. But there's probably something from that night that you can experience and learn from, um, you know, that whole situation. Mm -hmm. And I also think like, don't be afraid to like focus on another another thing, you know, and I I'm like saying this to myself a lot because, you know, I was so focused on making money. But at this like the two most important things to me, I mean, well, three, my family, number one, but um, like like my job and my like I want to find my my partner Mm -hmm. you know and I think like I put so much importance on like one of them and then that fails and then Mm -hmm. the other one and then like the past few months both of those have been going in the opposite direction of what I've wanted but it's like you know things fell apart and certain things came together really well so now I'm just like at this point where I'm like okay like instead of focusing like on 
dating right now i'm taking a step back and yep. i'm just Focus gonna like you. focus yeah like mm -hmm. i have you know i have you guys i have real estate i have my family i have I mean, getting my shoulder better, like my yeah. pole dancing and stuff. And like, I just want to focus on like being present and really enjoying my life yeah. instead of like constantly like going on dates and like, you know, like that mm -hmm. just doesn't sound good to me right now. So don't be yeah. afraid to like step back and like reevaluate exactly. and like go in a different direction for a little bit. Yeah. And you ever have those friends in your twenties that you were like, like maybe you were looking for a relationship so bad and you felt like your friend next to you, she just was living life. She was, um, I don't know, she was playing sand volleyball in the summer. She was just going out drinking, having a good time or whatever. And guys were like, I want to date you for life. Like you felt like she had her crap Cause together. there's no resistance there. She was, was just no living. Yeah, she wasn't overthinking every situation, right? Or her job just came together. She graduated, and all of a sudden, she was like, "I have the perfect job." And you're like, "What?" But she wasn't looking. She was just finishing in college, doing what she wanted, and the job just kind of fell in well, her it's lap hard because every, yeah, didn't I, think about the negatives that could come with it. Exactly. And everyone is like, "Okay, it's really good to be disciplined and focused," but sometimes you're hyped when you're hyper focused <laughs> on areas, and it's really hard to, to step back. But you should, and yeah, and focus. Like, have some more fun in your life a little bit, or mm -hmm. if you're having a little too much fun, maybe like <laughs> then refocus. Yeah, like, you know, spin that. But yeah, I think like the less resistance you meet life with, like the more you're given. A hundred percent. hundred percent. So what would you, Lindsay, say is like the biggest thing you've taken away from your 20s? I know you kind of said you had a huge piece of advice earlier, um, but on another turn too, just what's the biggest maybe thing you've learned from being in your 20s now that you just hit <laughs> 30 um, or you know, what's the biggest thing you can take away from, you know, your twenties in general. And not to sound too like corny, but I would say make your life, make a life that feels good. That like authentically really feels good for you. Like every day that you are happy and not just looks good because there are a lot of people that their life look, looks picture perfect, but they're not happy. So I think you should just kind of, um, like, yeah, not really care so much as to, I mean, I know that's hard. It's, look, my parents have been very accepting that I am not like the cookie cutter daughter, you know, and I, they've let me live and they've been very supportive. So I'm very lucky I get that. But um, I guess that's why I don't really like live to please anybody. Um, but I, I would say like at the end of the night, like if you're, if you are very happy with what you're doing and you know, for the most part, obviously we have things that we are always working to improve, but yeah, if you go to bed at night and you feel really good about where you're at, that is a huge success. And yeah. I think you are, you're in the right place and you're doing whatever you're supposed to be doing, yeah. regardless of if, how much you have in your bank account, or if you're not doing exactly what you want to do or whatnot, like that, just know you are doing way better than the average person. Yeah. If you go to bed without a facade, like yeah. that you had to put on. And that you're day. like, oh my God, my life, I fucking am so happy with everything mm -hmm. I'm doing. That's amazing. I do think that's amazing. You're right. Especially, um, people in their 20s right now with like the Gen Z type era where it's all social media based mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people are really losing themselves and really wondering you know oh but that person you know is doing this and they have that and they have that you can really see it more so than even when we were young so it really you know that you're like supposed to want certain things you don't I am I am the first one that will tell you you don't have to want what people tell you you yeah you, and that's why I was saying like I'm lucky with my parents because no one has been like you need to do this or you need to yeah. follow this path but yeah. like you have to realize that no one gives a fuck mm -hmm. ultimately and you 
you are like you live your life for yourself yeah so many people are caught up in their own life just trying to hopefully wake up that day <laughs> and no one's gonna make go nothing somewhere. and no one will make you happy but you yeah so i think your bills maybe yeah. some people are if you're an entrepreneur whatever but yeah, <laughs> or you know you got something going on <laughs> yeah hey, if you feel good about it go for it huh <laughs> but yeah i yeah. think that's probably my biggest like piece of advice because life flies by it's mm-hmm. so fast and i just think the more we're caught up in trying to be a certain way you miss out you miss out you miss out on so much pure out. happiness or like you know like even simple things like okay you want a night in like because you're fucking tired you've been grinding and you just want to watch reality tv <laughs> and right. all your friends are out and they're like begging you to come out and you're like okay i guess i should her. because right. you know what i mean xyz yeah, yeah like do whatever, do whatever you got to do to go to bed at night and just be like, yes, like love my life. Yeah. One more thing I'll touch on with that too is your friendships in your twenties. If you have those friends and you feel like you tell them, I feel like it's so easy, even when you have good, good friendships or Mm -hmm. like somewhat good friendships to be like, oh, I'm feeling sick tonight. Like can't come out be honest with them and if yeah, they can't accept do that or like over explain because mm-hmm, you feel so bad right yeah. and so you're like oh maybe they'll feel better about it who cares if they don't want to be your yeah. friend because you don't want to go out that night that also tells you in your mid-20s change it up change it up that's probably the, now that you said that that's probably the biggest thing well i also dropped people pleasing this past year yep yep it's weird because i never cared what people thought like about like what i was doing as a whole but like i would care on a daily basis like want people to like like me you know we, I, we yes. have a whole episode yes, on people can, pleasing, okay we'll actually. do that because i just got over mine too yeah, yeah. So and this year and i i don't over explain and like if yep. you come at me with like you're lame or whatever i'm like yeah i guess so yeah, i guess yeah exactly i guess cool. so <laughs> and then like i have no problem not texting you back yeah or whatever like i do whatever the fuck i want yep text you back when i want like mm-hmm yeah, you we know. can definitely talk about that. All right. <laughs> so if you're 20 years old or in your 20s right now, we hope this helped you. We hope you learned a lot. We hope you vibe and thrive all of your 20s. And yeah, we're here for you if you got anything else. Bye. 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 Toodles. <laughs> Bye.